1: He's a scientist, a humanitarian, and a pioneer in quantum health research. So we're going to talk about um, kind of a breakthrough that he's made uh, with energy. So, Tom, thanks for coming. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, tell me a bit about your background and, um, you know, how did you get to where you're at today?
2: Yeah, well, I don't think I have the, the typical background, if you will, nor, nor would I say that about anybody. I research scalar energy. It's an esoteric science. What got me into this? Well, I was very interested and intrigued with Nikola Tesla, the great scientist, mm-hmm. Nikola Tesla. So I decided to make a career out of scalar energy research. And frankly, it's, it's just it's groundbreaking research, and it takes a great deal of time and effort to understand this energy. So that's, in a, synoptic, in a synoptic form, that's what I do. What, what is uh, scalar energy? What is this? It's the uh, life force energy of the universe. What do I mean by that? It is the instructions, all matter, of all thought. So I speak of scalar energy. It's from the sun. It's from the stars. That energy is able to power the universe. It does. It's the energy behind all stellar activity. But I've also discovered that scalar energy is responsible for biological life. It is responsible for our thought patterns so in a nutshell, I believe it's a divine energy scalar energy, what some people call consciousness
1: so um how do you quantify this or harness it or understand it like what how have you how have you how have you researched?
2: I've researched this in theory for the first 20 years, and then I was of the good fortune to meet an inventor, Hieronymus, who had built instruments. So it can be harnessed. That's the key. This energy can be harnessed. And I've worked with scalar energy instruments for the past 30 years that are able to harness and then direct this energy. Control energy, essentially you can control the outcome. You can control nature.
1: Okay, so... You know, how would you describe this to someone that doesn't anything about it? Like, yeah. what is it? Where is it? You know, how? Is- sure,
2: sure. So let's let's put this a handle on this, so to speak. If we're working with electricity, electricity is the control, if you will, of an electrical current. It's the control of the movement of electrons, an electrical current. Well, I don't control electricity. I control the intelligence of scalar energy. Now, why is that important? Well, in specific to what I'm doing. Scalar energy has been shown to be the intelligence behind a nutrient. For instance, my instrument can send intelligence into a person or an animal or a plant for that matter, and that intelligence can create a nutrient. I'm able to actually assemble to create a vitamin or a mineral. And this is because a scalar energy instrument allows us to have that masterful control over that type of energy spectrum. That is the ability to create a micronutrient, the ability to create a vitamin, a mineral, an antioxidant. So as far as I'm concerned, this is a new chapter in science. it's a new branch of physics in which we can control
1: molecular form. okay so I mean clinically how would this uh, what does this look like and how is it used?
2: Yeah right. okay so before I get into that I, I want to make this very clear. when I'm working with a scalar energy instrument, Again, it's not electricity. And the way I administer this energy is quite unique. I administer this energy through a photograph of a person or an animal. So what am I getting at? A photograph serves as the bridge or the connection. And what am I connecting? I'm connecting the quantum field. So people will actually email me a photograph. And with that photograph, I can ascertain their nutritional composition, their nutritional needs, And with this instrument, I can broadcast the instructions for the necessary nutrients for that person for optimal health. We do all of this by way of a scalar energy instrument interfacing with a photograph of a person. So, again, it's groundbreaking research. It's only been accomplished by a few researchers prior to me, but it is indeed a valid protocol.
1: Okay, so someone sends you a photograph. You run the instrument, and then what do they need to do? What happens from there?
2: Yeah, when somebody sends me a photograph, that this is the beauty of this session. People don't need to do anything. The energy does all the work. So consider this. If a scatter energy instrument can create a micronutrient, you really don't need to do anything. You just need to simply accept that session to accept that type of modality. And this is what many people like. Many people like the fact that Well, if you are able to submit a photograph and an energy machine, an energy machine will do all of the work for you. That's what a lot of people like. And I particularly like it because when you're working with light, there is no mistake. Light is perfect. Energy is perfect. So I have people from around the world send me, email me photographs. And this instrument does all the work.
1: Okay, so you do a session with someone, you you know you use the instrument, and then what is the you know what is the person told to do from there? like what what are the experience? some of the people you've done this with and on what time
2: scale? many people say within the first few weeks that they feel better. So one of the protocols we've perfected and are able to administer on a repeatable basis is this micronutrient program which we can assemble nutrients, and in so doing, People will say that their their skin tone is enhanced or that they feel a greater sense of mobility or that their hair is thicker. They have a fuller body of hair. Now, all of that is quite uh, profound and quite telling on account of the fact that people do not have to necessarily change their lifestyle. They don't have to change their diet. This instrument, this energy will provide the nutritional support they need. And uh, the, the testimonies that we receive from people around the world are quite uh, quite dramatic. That's just one of the protocols. That's just one of the health protocols that we can achieve with this instrument.
1: So, what are some of the common reasons people uh, work with you? Like, what kind of uh, conditions do they have, or yeah. they just want to feel better? You know, what are some specifics?
2: Yeah, m- many people will come to me. Yes, of course, their vitality, they want a greater sense of vitality, they want a greater sense of energy. And I believe that's. One of the, the functions of, that we can uh, address, this is an energy instrument that can enhance the energy, the actual physical energy or mental energy that people need, if you will. Once you interface with this type of energy, this energy can not only enhance the body, but the mind. And the reason I, I'm I'm so certain of that is after working with this and people with 30, 35 years of experience, I've seen so many people say in a, short period of time, they've seen dramatic results in which they feel stronger, or their mental clarity has been enhanced, or they have a sense of uh, peace and tranquility. So I go back to my earlier statements, I believe this is a life force energy from the sun and the stars, if it provides the essence, the life of a star, then it also provides, in my estimation, the essence, the life of a person. Now, if all of this is True, and if my theories are correct, I've discovered the the source of life, Richard. This is the source energy. Light is the cause of all, of all phenomena.
1: Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to twenty seven hundred plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Now back to the show. I don't know how much of it's proprietary, but um, I don't know what what surprises you about this this energy that you that you're working with, or you know what are some things that you've discovered uh, to use it for that maybe weren't apparent in the beginning.
2: When I first started to use this energy, I I did not know how to direct it, how to uh, control it. Well, over the course of a few years, I developed a program, a protocol in which I could identify a. Virus such as the hepatitis virus, and I can easily break down or disassemble or destroy, if you will, the hepatitis virus. So consider what I'm saying. A scalar energy instrument can look at a person's energy code, can ascertain what viruses that person has, can send energy or instructions to break apart the molecular bonds of the hepatitis virus. And the result is by way of energy, you transmute
1: or you break down a virus, a harmful virus, such as hepatitis. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird question, but if, if this was misused, would it hurt somebody or it really only works towards the positive?
2: As energy, as a fundamental life force, um, it's designed obviously to help people, but it could be misused. And for that reason, Richard, I'm very cautious. I'm very uh, concerned about advancing this energy. And, and sharing this with people around the world, but it has to be done responsibly with a group of people who are humanitarians who really want to help the world, who really want to, um, if you will, better the world condition. It is a very strong energy. It's powerful. And so at the present moment, I am working just with a small group of people that I believe are, are very sincere and want to improve the world condition in a nutshell can it be used inappropriately yes can this energy be used in a harmful fashion yes so i'm very cautious about sharing much of my research
1: what if you um i don't know like you know since you have direct access to it what if uh, every time you were going to eat something you took a picture of it and then used the machine to yeah. i don't know purify what you're going to eat or improve it <laughs> You ever think about doing something like that? Yes,
2: we have many times. I can uh, purify food. I can, let's say, uh, eliminate or or clear it of, of toxins, or or let's say clear it of a um, oh a pesticide. That's been accomplished uh, many a time. I've accomplished that. My predecessor, a man by the name of Hieronymus, accomplished that. And I I also want to make this clear. We have presently a program called Natural Foods in which. We can actually look at food, its composition, and we can recreate the phytochemicals, the plant, the plant's chemicals, in a person. We can actually duplicate the food in a person. And what does that mean? Well, we take the energy, say, of a cucumber, a natural food, and then we broadcast that energy into a person, and that person is now assembling the plant chemicals, all of the phytochemicals, all of the phenols from a cucumber. So this is the easy way, the effective way, to create, a, if you will, the plant chemicals that we need for proper digestion, nutrition, reproduction, et cetera.
1: Um, have, you, uh, have you worked with people that are sick with various ailments and uh, has it been able to help them?
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, for instance, I, we do a lot of work around the world pro bono with HIV groups around the world. Now, in particular, we've been working with one clinic, an HIV clinic in Delhi, India, by the name of Om Prakash. And Om Prakash has probably 10, 11,000 people who are HIV positive who've joined this clinic. Well, over the past three or four years, we've worked with probably three to close to 4,000 people who are HIV positive. And after we work with those people, invariably those people tell us that they no longer have a viral load, that they feel better, and that scalar energy for some reason has produced a, not only a healthy constitution, a greater sense of vitality, but their PCR tests come back undetectable, no detectable viral load. And so we're very proud of the work we're doing around the world. We know we're helping. Many people, millions of people around the world. And we we ask your audience and and people in general to consider the benefits, to consider the potential here that working with this life force energy, we should be able to change uh, the course of, of, if you will, many industries. That this is now a superior type of energy for the health field, for transportation eventually, for energy generation. Scalar energy is the free energy of the stars. This energy is, is the next great technology.
1: Well, why is it called scalar energy? Um, you know, in physics, I'm used to like a scalar. You know, it has a a magnitude but not a direction versus a yes. vector. But why is it called that?
2: Yeah, very good. Now, the name scalar is debatable. That's that's the common uh, expression that they use today. But you're absolutely right scalar consideration is something that does not have direction it fills an environment it has magnitude but it does not have a specific direction well perhaps scalar energy in some way fits that definition why scalar energy has varying degrees of magnitude strength but scalar energy is omnipresent so it's not in one direction it's not unidirectional it's not bidirectional it's omnidirectional so much like uh, the barometric reading or temperature when you have a barometric reading, you obviously don't have a direction to the barometric reading. You have an environment. And that's what scalar energy is. It's an environment. It doesn't have a specific direction from point A to point B. Now, to, to elaborate on that, it is pertinent to realize that scalar energy from the sun and the stars, this energy is everywhere. So you cannot necessarily pinpoint a direction. This energy is omnipresent. Many people... I for one, believe it's the omnipresence of God. So to answer your question, it does have some, um, if you will, credence. We could call it a scalar uh, waveform. It does not particularly have a direction. There is no vector like that. But nonetheless,
1: it appears to be omnipresent. It's quite profound. Okay. Um, any particulars about the system that you're you're able to share? You know how it works and sure. what the machine is like and things like that.
2: Sure. It's very straightforward. The reason I say that, when I'm working with this instrument, as long as I work with light or sources of light, it it always works. So what am I getting at? Light, energy. I work with scalar energy, the source of light, and light is perfect. So scalar energy is the perfect instruction, the perfect light. Furthermore, let's say I wanted to, to identify the hepatitis virus and destroy it. All I would need to do is place a photograph of the hepatitis virus, a magnified photograph of the hepatitis virus inside my instrument. Now, what do I mean by that? The instrument would look for the hepatitis virus inside a person by way of that photographic recognition and by way of that input, that informational download or that informational instruction by way of a photograph of a microbe, then the instrument would seek out and destroy hepatitis in the person. So in a nutshell, a photograph of a microbe, hepatitis, serves as the information that the instrument needs to seek out and destroy hepatitis. So all you need is a photograph of a microbe, a germ, and the instrument will find that microbe, that germ, and destroy it.
1: Well, wouldn't, you, wouldn't the creators of this, so you have a library I mean, it's, it sounds like it would make sense to build a library of as many viruses as possible, back to, as many, you know, as then that you don't have to get a new photograph just of the person, but yes. at least of the uh, the element you want to affect. You have it already.
2: Exactly. And that's exactly what I have, which are very good. I have a, a library photograph of, say, at least uh, 400,000 species of uh, microbes, viruses, bacteria, and fungi. We call that the pathogenic lens. So when we program this instrument, everything has to be programmed. There's gotta be an intelligence behind the action. The action is is that of a photograph and the photograph then serves as the information for the instrument to seek out and destroy that pathogen. So you're right, you know, good for you. I have a, a library of microphotographs, magnified photographs of germs, microbes, hence I'm able to identify and potentially destroy transmute over four hundred thousand species of germs microbes and with that what statement a- yeah it it's quite effective and it always works richard because i'm working with a light instrument energy there's no human uh uh, uh if you will input here everything mm-hmm. is is effectuated by light light is fundamental
1: it'll be hard to get but it probably would be good to get um If you could, an image or at least a formula or something of, uh, you know, as many known drugs as possible. So if someone has uh, a problem with a drug they're taking that's in them and you want to remove the effects, you could do that. Yes. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of chemicals out there that I'm sure aren't good for anybody, so... If you can get a library of that, that would help as well. I don't know how difficult that would be.
2: You no, know, you're right. We we do have a program. You're brilliant. We have a program called Addiction Cleanse, and we have many, uh, if you will, recreational drugs and many pharmaceutical drugs to that program in which we're able to identify, whether it's a recreational drug or a pharmaceutical drug, identify that chemical composition and then transmute it, break it down. Now, once again, to caution the audience, everything I do is by way of a photograph. So this is safe. I don't work with people. I work with a force field. My point is this. Every photograph of a person has a force field. So I access a force field of a person. I never access the biological person. I never access their their flesh and blood or their soma. I access a non-physical force field.
1: Once you have the photographs and you run the machine, like do you just talk to the person once a week after that? Or like what happens? Do they need to do anything or they don't need to do anything?
2: I have a standardized program in which I don't necessarily speak to people on a daily basis. We have a staff that will take questions. But the fact that it's standardized and uh, it's well documented on our website as to what we've been doing with people around the world, I'm able to work with hundreds of thousands of people a day by way of photographs. Now, for instance, I can't go into, if you will, a one-on-one discussion with, with everybody. Today, I work with half a million people. I have photographs from entire villages in Africa and India. I have worked with many people throughout the years, millions of people, frankly. Today, in particular, in my laboratory, I had half a million photographs inside my
1: instrument. Too bad you can't get uh, like flakebooks data. They probably have uh, pictures of like 80% of people on earth and, you know, help those poor people.
2: You know, uh, this is what I envision. I envision a worldwide healing ministry. and, And if necessary, we'll have to get the permission of people. But, you know, there are databases out there in which you could you could treat. As you as you realize, millions, hundreds of millions of people, if not billions of, and again, this entire process is safe and it's easy because we're using light. It's it's not a chemical reaction. This is non physical light. I've never had a drawback. I've never had a setback with this energy. It's perfect energy. So you know, bravo to you. You you fast forward here, sir. You get it. You uh you see the gigantic potential here.
1: Um, have you had a uh... People that are naysayers and they don't believe it or they think it's crazy. Like, what, you know, what's that experience been like? Have you run into people like that and what happens? Uh,
2: every once in a while, and then I, I, it's simply in a very diplomatic fashion. I hope I'm diplomatic. I'll tell them go to the website and go and read the four thousand testimonies on the website, and that usually makes believers out of people. If not, they're at least very cautious as to what they say to me. You know, I, I have hundreds of PCR tests from people in India claim that they are no longer infected with the HIV virus. Some of them were infected for 20 years, 30 years with HIV. And now these people, by their admission, claim that they're no longer infected with the HIV virus. Well, if that's true and accurate, and I say it is because I've worked with these people for years, then eventually the world is going to realize what we have eventually the world is going to wake up and they're going to see that this energy can easily remove eradicate toxins and
1: pathogens what's next for it besides getting it uh, you know to more people are there any tweaks or things that are going to change it to make it work better or what do
2: you think? I always try and upgrade the system. I, there's there's so much to learn. I want to introduce this healing modality to people around the world. That's one of my goals right now. Now, if I can do that, bravo. Then I can move on to the next stage. I guess we could say that the next stage would be energy generation and a means to use this energy for telecommunication. So, frankly, everything that we're doing now in, in if you will, the military-industrial complex and the technology that we use now is going to be challenged by this new technology, and I'm going to say that scalar energy will, in many ways, replace the existing uh, technology that we use in the military-industrial complex.
1: Okay, interesting. How did you run across this technology? Like you mentioned, the name of um, you know who it who it uh, came from, but it sounds like an ancient Greek name.
2: Yeah, Hieronymus. He he was one of the uh, few uh, researchers who's ever perfected a scalar energy instrument, a brilliant man, Galen Hieronymus. And he uh, actually was awarded a U.S. patent for a scalar energy instrument. But without the proper promotion, you won't hear about him. He's one of those great scientists that, that performed incredible work in his lifetime, but now we have to resurrect his work and we have to revisit what he's done. Now, any type of groundbreaking research is time, uh, it's painstaking, it's time consuming, it's laborious. So, long and short of it, Galen Hieronymus was one of the few bona fide scalar energy researchers. I worked under his family for about five years, and I received, if you will, my initial, my seminal understanding as to the mechanics of the scalar energy instrument. And therefrom, I've perfected this technique over the years. I give all the credit to my predecessors, Tesla, Hieronymus, and other researchers who paved the way for this new science. Mark my words, scalar Energy is a new science. It's a new technology. It will improve everybody's lifestyle on the planet.
1: Embrace this new technology, please. Well, Tom, uh, for listeners of the podcast, uh, any references or referrals or where can they go to learn more?
2: Yeah. Uh, we always offer everybody in the world 15 days of free sessions. And we do that because we want people to feel comfortable with what we're doing. So the website is scalarlight.com. Visit the website. Anybody in the world can upload their photograph. You're going to email us your photograph. Remember, we only work with an emailed photograph. And in so doing for 15 days, we'll balance your chakras. We'll eradicate microbes and will provide you a nutrient program will actually assemble nutrients all by way of scalar light. You do not have to do anything. You simply enjoy this protocol. This natural light from the sun, from the stars performs all the work functions for you.
1: Mm. Okay. And, and people should go to what? What's the website again?
2: Scalarlight.com. Scalar light S C A L A R light.com.
1: Okay. That's pretty simple. Well, excellent. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you talking about this and discussing it.
2: You're a gentleman. Thank you for your great questions. I think you really understand this. Great questions.
0: Excellent. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs.